Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Florida's panhandle, and some of you may remember back in 2018, a pretty severe hurricane, Category 5, in fact, hit the panhandle. Since then, there have been some transit dockage shortages for loopers coming through, and we've all been eagerly, eagerly awaiting um, the reopening of the area in general, and particularly some of our sponsor marinas. So today, we're going to talk about that because it should be a great season for loopers and for those marinas to be back. Before we jump into that topic, I do want to take a moment, as always, to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our viewers and listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And speaking of businesses that support the Great Loop, we have had some long-term sponsors in the Port St. Joe area, and those include Port St. Joe Marina and Bay Point Marina. And with us today is Justin Bannerman, and he is now the dock master at Point South Marina. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about his background and, and how that all evolved to Point South. But Justin, thanks for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. It's uh, great, to, great to be back. And, yeah. And talking with you guys for sure yeah and we're great to hear that it's it's going to be a, a, a big season there and that things are um ready to reopen so tell us a little bit first about yourself and then we'll jump in a little bit more to the marinas okay super i'm uh originally from north carolina in the mountains uh moved uh to the coast uh of south carolina in charleston in uh 20 uh 2008 and uh and wanted to play captain and get on the water and and uh so uh managed freedom boat clubs uh in in charleston south carolina then moved to uh the marina aspect uh in 2010 uh with uh with charleston harbor marina which we had quite a few loopers that would that would make it through there uh yeah absolutely at marina. uh and uh and so uh worked uh under ram pratt there for uh um uh about yeah 20 or i'm sorry 11 years and uh and this opportunity came up in uh at the beginning of the year uh and uh the thought of a brand new marina, uh, complete rebuild, um, and getting to start fresh uh, with with uh, brand new equipment, high, very high tech marina. Um, uh, uh, couldn't pass up the opportunity, so have to be important. Uh, uh, Panama City Beach, Florida, for sure. Yeah, and it's it's um, so great to hear that the rebuild is finished, and as you said, everything's brand new. And, and sadly, that was kind of necessary because there wasn't much left. Um, and I, I think several of loopers who have been members for a while and have attended our fall rendezvous in the past um, may remember some of the people coming to us from Port St. Joe Marina and from Bay Point Marina and, and joining us there and uh, always bringing a bingo game that they sponsored, which was always a lot of fun, oh, right. um, yes. but may also remember that 2018 event because Hurricane Michael hit just a few days before it. Um, so a few of our sponsor marinas from that area were, of course, not able to join us. Um, and as loopers tend to do, banded together and raised some money to send down there. And we all signed a whole lot of different um, posters and things like that that we could send on down. Um, but it really was a 
devastating storm. And I know you weren't in um, the, the area at the time, but being there now, you know, kind of tell us uh, some cities have that kind of, you know, defining moment. Um, Charleston has Hurricane Hugo, um, but tell us what it was like um, in the Panama City area for such a devastating storm to come through where the marinas truly had nothing left. Yeah, it was a complete rebuild. Uh, there was nothing left worth salvaging. Um, you know, when you're talking about a storm and a storm surge, they can rip deck boards and put them uh, four or 500 yards um, uh, inland. Uh, you know, it, it was uh, the magnitude. Uh, I still probably don't understand what everybody here went through. Um, we were in Charleston and we knew that it was bad, but like you said, we have our own storms and, and it, it was it was crazy. The timeline uh, kind of just laid out with, with COVID as well to make it even worse for these folks down here that uh, they got some FEMA help and then that all went away and, uh, and to a national crisis. And, and so um, the, the people here really, it, it is, it's been an absolute struggle. Um, so that being said, when I, you know, I knew a little bit about the marina, uh, but what I didn't uh, have any idea about was the, the community and what this marina meant to this area uh, to bring this back. And what a pleasant surprise and a joy to, to be a part of. Yeah, and I know um, in 2018, as loopers were leaving our rendezvous, our fall rendezvous and heading that way, you know, probably most were only a few weeks from passing through that area. There was a lot of uncertainty of, you know, where's, where are people going to dock? Um, right. Even anchorages, you know, some were filled with debris, but it was so new after the storm that, you know, I think most people, their heart was really just with the locals and how were they going to get through and not so much worried about what, what some boaters were going to do on the way through. Right. By 2019, people were really like, we just need to know if there's going to be a place to tie up or a place to anchor. Uh, and, you know, it was just information gathering, but there was really, you know, sadly hadn't been enough time to rebuild. And then it got a little quiet <laughs> for the COVID years, um, where I'm sure, you know, as you said, that was even more devastating for the local area to be going through that. And, you know, suddenly the transit boaters weren't necessarily looking for places to stop in the panhandle because there were just fewer of them. So now, you know, 2022 is the perfect time for the rebuild to be complete. So I definitely wanna spend some time talking about that. Um, you know, it's been four years, you are open for the season as I understand. Um, tell us first a little bit about um, the rebranding that's that's gone on and, and you know what the official name is now that you're reopened. Sure, we are officially Point South Marina at Bay Point. Uh, and that will also uh, include Port St. Joe. So Point South at Point uh, Port St. Joe as well. So uh, the St. Joe company has done a fantastic job of branding uh, their other uh, ventures as far as their resorts and their golf courses. And, uh, and so they wanted to bring that uh, kind of umbrella, all-inclusive uh, brand to the marinas as well with these two and future endeavors uh, with marinas as, as well. So, um, so it is Point South uh, Marina at Bay Point. Okay. So tell us a little bit about um, what the rebuild was like. Um, you know, was it a four year process or were there some starts and stops in there because of COVID or I'm sure it took a little while really for the project to even get started after the devastation of Hurricane Michael. So 
tell us a little bit about how that went. What was the, the timeline and to, to get to this point? Sure. Uh, the, the timeline was uh, much, the idea was much shorter than the reality as everything is now uh, with uh, shipping and uh, workers and getting stuff over, overseas. Uh, any, any construction project is, is uh, hard enough to begin with, but even harder now. And, uh, and so uh, our plan was to be up January 1. Uh, obviously that didn't happen, um, but, uh, but we took our time, got it right. And, and the rebuild is, is fantastic. Uh, many of the loopers may remember Daniel Fussell that was me before me and is still involved <laughs> with St. Joe. Uh, and, uh, but I know he was very involved with, with uh, the loopers. And, and uh, um, so Daniel was, uh, the, the biggest player in the rebuild process. He had been here for 15 years working at this marina and so knew exactly what he was looking for when the opportunity uh, came to, to be able to, to build it uh, exactly to that spec. So what we boast the most about with, with the rebuild is, is most marinas are built 25, 30 years ago to boats that were built 25, 30 years ago. And now, as everybody's aware, um, boats are much, much beamier now and have trouble getting into slips that were built for, for much narrower boats uh, back then. So with these uh, the, out here, I think roughly the same footprint. It's a different design, but the, the footprint um, uh, used to yield 180 slips. Now we're down to 120. So um, much, much wider slips um, uh, to, to accommodate beamier vessels. Uh, full length finger piers versus just, you know, kind of quarter length finger piers. Uh -huh. uh, In-slip pump out um, uh, and high speed fuel. Uh, the, uh, so it's a very high tech marina um, as far as that goes. Yeah, oh, and that's that's exciting news for for a lot of loopers that are out there because, like I said, transit dockage has been short in the area. Um, so you're completely open at this point, or is the opening date coming up? So we are cutting the marina itself. the The docks are completely open, so mm -hmm. we're we're open. That we're still working on our pool. Uh, which is just a couple weeks, I hope, away. Uh, Wi-Fi, we're still we're still hammering out with that, um, but uh, but the marina itself is is fully functional as far as the docks go. And, and that... we will have a grand opening uh, mid September. We haven't exactly nailed down a date, but sometime mid September. Okay, and is that the same case over at the, your sister marina, Port St. Joe? No, they're they're a little bit further behind, so they're probably looking uh, for wet slips. Probably not until the first of the year. Okay, gotcha. So um, let's take a quick break and play a message from one of our sponsors. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the transient dockage that you'll have available for this season, because that is what everyone is curious about, um, sure. and also talk about you know some of the amenities that they might have access to with a slip. So we'll be back in a moment. Welcome to Beneteau by invitation. This new concept was born from a very simple idea. Offer your family an opportunity to meet ours in a fun, exclusive, and safe environment that mirrors the way our boats feel. Jump aboard our latest models, go for a private sea trial, and let us talk together about our common passion for the sea. There's a Beneteau by Invitation event coming soon to a harbor near you, so come experience what everyone is talking about. Contact your local dealer, get your boarding pass, and we will see you on the water. 
Welcome to Beneteau by Invitation. This new concept was born from a very simple idea. Offer your family an opportunity to meet ours in a fun, exclusive, and safe environment that mirrors the way our boats feel. Jump aboard our latest models, go for a private sea trial, and let us talk together about our common passion for the sea. There's a Beneteau by Invitation event coming soon to a harbor near you. So come experience what everyone is talking about. Contact your local dealer, get your boarding pass, and we'll see you on the water. We're back on Great Loop Radio. We're talking today with Justin Bannerman. He is the dock master at the newly rebranded Point South Marina at Bay Point. And we are talking about their grand reopening. Um, they're open now for wet slips, but they've got some other great things coming up. And after this area was kind of devoid of transit dockage for about four years since Hurricane Michael, this is really good news for the loopers that are coming through this year. So um, start off with, uh, it's, it's always an issue since COVID. People are worried about there being enough transient slips because there are so many more boats out on the water that are, people are using. There's a lot more seasonal dockage. Um, tell us about what kind of availability you have for transients there. Yeah, um, and right now we're, we're about half full. So bring it on. We've, mm -hmm. got, we've got plenty of space. Um, anywhere in the, I've got, oh, I don't know, uh, 30, 55 foot slips I've got. 30, 60 foot slips. We've got lay along um, areas uh, as well. So uh, we've got we've got plenty of room now. Uh, um, make but go ahead and make plans in advance. Uh, it has been very popular since we've opened, and uh, and so we definitely want to plan ahead. Um, but uh, but yeah, right now we've got we've got uh, we've got plenty for everybody. All right, so it's great to hear about the availability. Tell us what the rates are for the transient slips. Sure. Uh, it's $2 per foot uh, per night. No, I apologize. $2.50 per foot per night mm -hmm. and uh, a $10 amenities fee uh, for, for a night or $12 per foot per week with a $50 amenities fee. Uh, and we do amenities fee is uh, we don't meter your power or anything like that. That's your power, water, Wi-Fi, in-slip, pump out. Um, so that's all, all rolled into that. Okay. Um, and you mentioned the pool is going to be opening in a few weeks. Um, yeah. are, what other uh, on-site or near-site things do you offer? Sure. Uh, soon we will have a restaurant um, um, built, not on-site, but it's very, very close uh, uh, within within walking distance. Um, it's uh, actually. 30 feet from the, from the Marina office. Um, and then we've got a fantastic golf course that's within walking distance. The Sheridan has their own pool, uh, bars and restaurants there as well. And uh, a, a spa as well. Excellent. So um, any other things, you know, what are some of your favorites as a, a fairly newcomer as well to the area? What are some of your favorite things that you can, recommend people do in the Panama City area? Sure. Uh, we are uh, very close to Shell Island. Uh, so Shell Island is uh, white sandy beaches, crystal clear water, uh, a very good time uh, to, to go spend the day uh, at St. Andrews State Park. That's all uh, uh, right there as well. Um, and uh, if you want to do the uh, kind of the touristy thing, you can always head down to, to um, 
Front Beach Road and have have a fantastic time with family uh, with at Pier Park and and do the putt putt and go karts and Ferris wheels and if you're wanting to get slung out slung into the air with a <laughs> uh, a bungee then they'll do that too. So yeah, we um. You know, we certainly, um, after what this area has been through, a devastating storm like that, we certainly want to help kind of get the word out that, you know, things are up, things are open, um, things are happening. What has this summer season been like in general in the area? It's been a whirlwind, um, but uh, it, for the marina anyway, uh, getting open and uh, one step forward, two step forward, one step back um, and uh, working out the kinks of a, of a brand new marina. Um, so, but it's, but we're there and, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, the, the attitude around the Marina is just so, uh, over the top positive, uh, that, uh, that it's, it's been a, a joy, uh, most certainly a labor of love with everybody involved. Uh, and, uh, and so boating community, you know, seems like, seems like we're full tilt, um, yeah. uh, new boats are being sold, uh, people are coming from, from all over and, uh, and checking out Bay Point and, uh, and very excited. So it's been, it's been, um, a great, a great first summer for sure. Yeah. And has, you know, is the rest of the area, um, pretty much back to business as is the new normal, um, are there still signs of the destruction from the storm? What's it, what's it like to visit Panama city right now? Uh, there is. It's it's kind of one of those. It's you, know, you just pass places and you're like, what's different about this? Then and it dawns on you, oh, there's no trees. You know that there. And so I think it'll be uh, not just a four year process. It'll be you know longer than that to to get back to to what Panama City was before. But at the same time, it, it kind of you know gives you that uh, good feeling that people are. Are, are working at it and and still here and and love the area and uh and so um but yes there is definitely you know still signs of of, of the storm yeah well and, and I, I know boaters are looking forward to being able to stop and spend some time there again i know i myself will be doing so um when yeah. we get to that yeah. point in the loop um is there anything that can be done you know building a marina brand new is really kind of a neat advantage over some of something that was built 30 years ago from a hurricane perspective um but it's still marinas are still in you know the most hurricane vulnerable areas um you know is there anything that could be done as you were doing the rebuild to try and prevent a completely devastating loss from a future storm or is that really something that just can't be addressed on a marina for a cat five the mother nature is going to take it. I mean, that's, that's a, that, there's nothing, I don't know if there's anything that's built that, that can uh, knowingly feel confident in surviving cat five. Cat two, sure. I mean, this thing is, is absolutely a beast uh, the way they built it. And you'll notice that when, when you get here and start walking around. Um, but uh, you know, the best thing to do is, is just be prepared as far as do we, boats out of slips and, and protect the marina um or do you leave them in there and that's always 
a judgment call. Uh, because always. As any, any major storm, nobody was expecting Katrina to turn into what it was. Nobody expected uh, uh, Michael to do, uh, you know, what, what it was. And does it stay the course that it's going? So, so many factors are in that, that you can't guarantee anything. Uh, you just uh, you know, hope for the best and, and, and do what you can. Yeah, and, and loopers generally have the luxury of not being in um, hurricane belt during storm season. So, you know, most won't hit the Gulf until November-ish, which is still part of hurricane season, but certainly the peak of it has passed at that point. Um, right. But for the marinas we all love and depend on who can't pick up and move out of the hurricane season, um, you know, it's devastating. And for people who are listening or watching who um, don't remember Hurricane Michael, because maybe you weren't in the area, but it really was one of those unforgettable storms. If you were anywhere near there or knew somebody near there, it did come ashore as a category five um, at Mexico beach, I think was the um, point it came ashore. How far is that from uh, Panama city? Oh, 45 minute drive. Uh, yeah, so, um, something like that. So yeah, um, just, just right down the road. So, uh, but they, it was, it was crazy. The first cat five cents Andrew to make landfall in 92, which I had to do research on coming down here um, right. because that's uh, pretty unbelievable. Yeah. So what are, um, what's next for um, this Marina for um, Port St. Joe? Um, you know, now that you're under the Point South umbrella, um, any future changes for these two marinas? Um, I know you mentioned the possibility of other marinas down the road. Um, you know, what can we expect from Point South as, as time goes by? Yeah, so we are in the process of um, uh, latitudes at Margaritaville uh, is a development that St. Joe is building. And so that there, there will be a marina uh, attached to uh, that development in the intercoastal waterway. So um, uh, I don't know if that'll be on y'all's path or not, but uh, but another that's the next exciting um, venture that, that we've got going on there. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I've been pretty uh, pretty uh, nose of the grindstone here and, uh, and and getting this open. But as far as as far as Bay Point goes, um, fill it up and and just uh, make people want want to be here instead of a, a marina where you just tie your boat up, plug it in and, and go home. Uh, we want Bay Point to be home uh, and, and uh, for, for visitors as well, uh, come and check it out and, and see what we've done because it's impressive. Yeah. And Justin, um, thank you for sharing those details. Congratulations on being reopened and best of luck with the official grand opening. Um, you know, hopefully we have inspired some to realize this area is open for business. And as um, you know, locals or people just doing you know kind of localized cruising or cruising along the Panhandle there can stop by. Um, but in the next couple of months, loopers will be headed that way. And uh, like I said, we just want them to know that this area is open for business. Um, and of, of course, coming back from that storm needs your business. So we hope everyone will stop by and, and check out the Florida Panhandle um, and its resurgence and its reopening. And it's it's. Um, a shame that it came to this, but it's lovely that everything's brand new. <laughs> sure, um, you know, certainly sure. would, would have preferred to get there another way, but um, it, it's not too often you have the opportunity to stay at a brand new marina. So congratulations and thanks for sharing the details with us. 
Uh, you're more than welcome. And loopers do get a discount. Uh, and so uh, on fuel dockage as well. So uh, just keep that in mind. I know that was already in place, but uh, we'll continue that. Yeah. And thank you for your long-term sponsorship. We're excited for you to be back. Um, and thank you for the discounts. We certainly love our discounts. So. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And uh, to everyone who's watched and listened today, uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.